Hello and welcome to the Harry Mack Q&A experience. Welcome. We are here. I believe we are live. It would appear that we are in fact live. And uh, that's a beautiful thing because now I'm here with you all. What's happening, people? Thomas in the house, Xaf in the house, Miss Shan Adler in the house. It's a good vibe. Move and flow. May or may not still be in the house, depending on how frustrated they got with my tardiness. Uh, yeah, we're here. I want to do a classic Q&A. Why? Because I haven't done it in a long time. Shout out to VG Smalls. And I rapped for nine hours on Tuesday. And then I rapped a couple more times on Wednesday for various obligations. And uh, so far today, I have done, if I'm not mistaken, three separate virtual performances. So I'm thinking about my vocals and, uh, you know, got to take care of the physical, you know and the mental but uh <clears throat> see you hear that little crackle see got to take care of the physical when you are a vocalist your voice is your instrument and as soon as you lose your voice you lose your instrument and thus your capacity to create it's a really upsetting scenario one that i found myself in many times in the past especially before I started learning about proper breathing technique. And even still, I don't implement proper breathing technique l nearly enough. Let me, let me pause this right now to say thank you, Exaf. Hey, VG Smalls, happy birthday, bro. Much love. So, yeah. If it's cool with y'all, I, I, I'm not going to really rap today. I'm just going to answer questions, hang out. We're going to just chat. Like we used to do back in the day. Discord fam represent A to the Mac. What's going on? Hey, hey, hey. What's up, Quinn Dog? Thank you, Moving Flow. Much appreciated. Doing what I can. OG NYC Gray. Let's go. Goofer G. What's going on? Ireland in the house. Shout to High Neck. Thank you for the prime. Fresh Prince of Delaware. <laughs> That's awesome. Love that. Alpha Wolf in the building. What's up? Seven days until 12 months, a full year? Are you kidding? That's insane. I think you have the highest icon, but you're inspiring me to maybe see if we can get some new ones designed because you deserve it. A full year? That's insane. Big love. Ozzy Agent, what's going on? Squidio, my day is going well. Can't complain. Ash Easdale, champ in the building. Pixels mate. Hey, thank you for the love. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. RQ Sands. Coming in with the prime, setting off the hype train. Let's go. Menahem923, where's the black shirt? I've been switching it up a bit more these days. I've been switching it up. Exav gifting a tier one sub yet again. Thank you, Exav. We got the hype going. B Mellow, how am I doing today? I'm doing great today, man. I'm feeling really, really good. 
Quinn dog, planning your girl's B-Day. That's what's up. Very important. Your girl is in your partner or your girl is in your daughter? Level two hype train is 78%. Thank you to Re95 with the prime. Let's go. Tie-dye is fly, guy. Haha, <laughs> that's one of my go-tos. Shio2305, three months with Prime. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Fear the 12 beard. Uh, thank you for the sub. Much appreciated. Pete said, how can a goat spit venom? It's a scientific anomaly. It really is. No one's clear on how that's possible. Much research has gone down, but the findings have been inconclusive. Shout out to No Name 24. Thank you for the prompt. What the fuck? Oh my god. Oh my god. Trouble Sparks, you are a legend. Holy fucking shit. Look at that. Level 5 shot up from from like level 2 or something. We shot up to 733. Yo, yo. Thank you, Trouble Sparks. 50 tier one sub. Yo. 50 subs? Dude. That is unheard of. That is unheard of. Thank you so much. Shout out to Trouble Sparks, man. If you just got gifted a sub from Trouble Sparks, say thank you. That is so insanely generous. Thank you so much. Legendary. Legendary. Wow. And this is just the just chat and Q&A vibe. That was insane. Um, wow. Shout out to uh, OG NYC Gray. 11 months in advance. Thank you for that. TJ LJ 14. Thank you for two months with Prime. Anonymous. Uh, two months at tier one. Thank you so much. Yeah, Pog indeed. Yo, that is insane. Uh, thank you so very much. Trouble Sparks. Legendary. Uh, not the first time that Trouble Sparks has just gone ham with the gifted subs, but uh, it's, it's very much appreciated every time. Wow. Wow. Shout to Nasty Nolens. Thank you for the sub. Much love. Holy God. I'm still recovering. Just, I'm, I'm just like, I'm in a state of shock. What is the first thing I did after the nine-hour session? I had dinner. Salmon. Salmon with potatoes and veggies. It was delicious. Um, it was absolutely insane. What hair product do you use? Uh, it's made by American Crew. It's one of the pomade ones, and it's called Fiber. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to remember it, but it came to me in the last moment. Uh, shout out to I Taylor. Thank you for giving that gift. Shout out to Shaman Vocal Arts, Shamanic Vocal Arts. Uh, 
constant source of inspiration. Thank you. That's incredible. Two months with Prime. Much appreciated. Uh, shout to uh, Rez Inc. What up, Rez? 500 bits. The Stag. Two months with Prime. Can't stay long. Uh, but wanted to drop by to sub. Keep up the amazing work. Yo, I really appreciate that. Thank you for being here. That's insane. One minute left on the clock for this level five hype train. 867%. That's almost nine times and, and still going. That's almost nine times the whole. That's insane. That's nine hype trains when you think about it. I mean, right? Almost. 8.83 hype trains. Holy shit. 8.83 level 5 hype trains at that. Um, level 5 hype trains are actually the only ones that can multiply. Um, <clears throat> it's just a scientific fact. That's just the way that they evolved. Hi, my name is Sarah. The greatest of her era. Thank you for the 100 bits. Much appreciated. Wow. Wow. Earl Gray said, what does the hype train mean exactly? The hype train starts if people do a lot of cool things uh, and support in various ways within a relatively short frame of time. So if somebody throws a bunch of bits and then somebody gifts a couple subs and then somebody else subscribes with Prime all within the same few minutes, then it's likely to, uh, to launch a hype train. And then from there, if people continue to do cool supportive things, uh, the percentage increases through five levels. And at that point, then the percentage just blasts through the ceiling and, and keeps increasing. So you can t ramp the level five up as high as you want. But uh, that's what a hype train is. It's just an exciting moment during the stream where people are being really awesome and supportive. And so, you know, huge love to everybody that is being so awesome and supportive, uh, including I Taylor, who just gifted another sub, Exaf, who just gifted another sub, and... Uh, yeah, big up to Trouble Sparks. Trouble Sparks just solidifying their spot at the top of the leaderboard. Look at that. 330? That's, that is, yo, thank you, Trouble Sparks. Whoever you are, you are freaking awesome. Luke of Loxley, did you ever have doubts to fully commit to rap? Fear of missing out? Other options no longer possible? Not really. Not really. I had doubts fully committing to rap prior to committing, but they weren't really related to me wanting to keep other options open. I think deep down in my heart of hearts, I knew that this is what I wanted to do more than anything else in the world. My doubts came more from fear of failure, you know, fear of rejection, fear of not making it. Those were the doubts that caused me to hesitate in terms of fully committing myself to rap. That's why I kept doing gigs as a drummer and doing other things that were tangentially related to my success as a rapper, but weren't directly related to me building my career as an MC. But ever since I committed, no, I don't have any FOMO in terms of, well, what else could I have done? Maybe there's something better for me. I feel like what I'm doing right now is so aligned with my skill set and my passion. And it's just an absolute joy to do what I love each and every day. There's nothing else that I would rather be doing. And it's not the only thing that I'm passionate about, but I'm able to incorporate other things that I'm passionate about into what I'm doing now. For example, I like beat making and production as well. And although I have less and less time for it these days, I am able to incorporate it from time to time, you know, and I have a piano set up in the other room. I practice piano uh, every now and again. I'm trying to do it more. So 
all of those things kind of are, are, are part of this universe of me being an MC. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with what I'm doing right now. Great question. Where's my t-shirt from? This is made by Obey. Earl Grey, what does a raid mean? This is the Earl Grey 321 Twitch education stream right here. Shout out to Earl Grey. A raid is when you send everybody from your stream over to somebody else's stream because you're done streaming yourself. So in, you know, 45 minutes or so when I'm ready to shut this thing down, rather than just ending the stream and everybody else just being, you know, left out there with nothing to do, uh, however many people are watching, currently 268, but however many people are watching at, uh, in 45 minutes when I'm ready to, to, to leave, uh, I can give them the option to all go head over to somebody else's awesome stream and, and keep, the, keep the vibe up. My favorite film is Memento. Great question. When was the last time you cooked a beat? That's a good question. It's been a minute since I actually sat down and made a beat from start to finish. Something that comes to mind is Amigo Bars. No, there's got to be some since then. But I made all the beats for Amigo Bars episode one all within like a week. I was like, I need some beats to rap over. And uh, <clears throat> I made all of those just like I was making beats every morning for a few hours for a full week. I love doing it. I just... Uh, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of balls in the air right now, so to speak. I'm juggling a lot of things. My time is pretty tight, so I'm focusing most of my energy on being an MC, which leaves less time for production. But we'll see. You know, we'll see about incorporating it more as, as time goes on. When are you going to drop an album? Can't wait. Thank you for that. Shout out to Menahem923. I appreciate the support. I am also excited to drop new music. I don't know exactly what form it's going to take, whether it's singles or an EP or a full album, as you're suggesting here. We'll have to see. But I'm very excited to dive back in and release music. I really haven't released any official music since, really since Content's Under Pressure. There was a string of three singles that came out uh, after that. And uh, I think that was, when was that? Last summer? Or, uh, yeah, probably. Or was it two summers ago? Damn, I don't even know. It's been a minute, though, since I released some official music. So I'm excited to do it again. Um, I think that it's quite possible I will have to rearrange my schedule a little bit in the coming months here to really dedicate the time and focus necessary to getting some music together to put out to y'all. I don't know if it's going to be possible for me to continue streaming as often as I have been and continue releasing YouTube content as often as I have been and dedicate the energy needed to get a project out. I just don't think that's going to be possible to do all of that parallel and still, uh, you know, live a, a, a moderately healthy lifestyle where I get a full night's sleep and get to spend time with my girl and see my friends every once in a while. So um, that's kind of what I'm juggling in my brain right now is uh, is is uh, considering when uh, to, to adjust the schedule a little bit and, and dial certain things back, at least temporarily, um, so that I can... Uh, you know, make room for, for other, uh, other things and other sides of my artistry and other sides of my creativity. So, um, we do a lot of live streaming, which is fucking awesome. And I love it. Um, but it does take up time. And, uh, so that's, that's what I'm thinking about. Great question though. 
Let me refresh the chat here. So every once in a while, like when I'm done answering a couple questions, I just hit the refresh um, just so I can be in tune with the current conversation. So if you get skipped during that, which is inevitable, a lot of you will just retype your question, I, I'm, uh, you know, or whatever, or let it go. <laughs> but just know I'm not trying to diss you or anything. D trucks, you have been going a little too hard. Pop filter is starting to rust. Yeah, I know. You know, really, it's just it's embarrassing. I just don't do a good maintenance routine for my microphone here. I should be cleaning it after every session. And clearly I haven't been And this rust here is calling me out. My camera is too good. I wish it didn't show that. Maybe there's a way for us to filter that out in post. <laughs> Make sure you take care of your gear, y'all. Clean your microphones after you use them. Wipe them down. Don't let them rust. That's just a disgrace. What's up, everyone? Boxy, how you doing? A to the Mac. Everyone, oop. A to the Mac. Everyone has a teacher. Do you still rely on old hip hop for inspiration and to learn? Or do you have new forms or current teachers, rapping related or not? That's a great question. Yeah, the, the, um, the records are my teacher or the videos, you know, the, the, the art itself is my teacher. Um, you know, and I've had many fantastic teachers in real life over time. Um, drum instructors and, you know, my, my uh, music professors uh, at USC. Some of them were really great. Others, not so much. But um, there were certainly some great ones. Um, so I've had, you know, really, really influential music teachers uh, in my life, which is fantastic. And, and they've, you know, shared a lot of really important information with me and given me a strong foundation. Um, but at a certain point in your musical journey, you realize that, you know, the recordings can be your teacher um, infinitely. Trouble sparks. 10,000 bits. Yo, this cat Trouble Sparks is just not playing, man. This cat Trouble Sparks is just not playing. Thank you so much, Trouble Sparks. You're insane. You're insane. Um, but yeah, at a certain point, you, you, you realize that the, uh, the canon of recorded music can be your teacher forever and ever. All you have to do is listen and listen deep and rewind the same spot a million times, right? To learn what's going on in that section of music whether you're trying to learn how to produce beats and you're listening to the same dilla beat again and again and again to try to understand the drum feel how is he laying those hi-hats back what what's the sonic quality of the snare sound why did he choose that snare sound you know maybe it sticks out against the sample in a special way that makes it cut through the mix or maybe it blends in with the sample in a cool where, way where they meld together as one what's going on with the kick are the kick and the bass line perfectly synced up or are they intentionally grinding against each other in a unique way, right? Or listening to rappers and listening to bars, listening to Illmatic. What's going on with Nas's rhyme scheme? How's he putting the words together? Is it multisyllabic or not? You know, what percentage of the time is it multisyllabic versus just more basic single syllable rhymes? Is it a narrative story or is it more of an abstract spilling of thoughts, right? Um, transcribing the lyrics, learning how to say them word for word. What's he doing with his voice? Trouble sparks. This cat does not stop. 
This cat just does not stop. 25 more seconds. Bro, it's bananas. It's straight up bananas. Thank you, Trouble Sparks. Uh, and while we're at it, shout out to The Real Nipple as well for eight months at Tier 1. Appreciate it. Haven't worked with any artists recently. Not really. Uh, other than Marcus Veltri, you know, on, on, the, uh, on the YouTube video, which was an awesome collab. Uh, shout to Destrux13. Thank you for the Prime. Fearless Unicorn. Thank you for the Prime. Stay whooping 88. Eight months at Tier 3? God damn. That's love. Thank you. And uh, Trouble Sparks. 25 Tier 1 subs. That's, that's, that's bananas. But anyway, um, so yeah, so my teachers are the records, man. I listen to the music and I listen deep and I try to dissect it. A lot of old shit, you know, I've obviously listened to a lot of 90s hip hop, but new shit as well. All types of stuff. One thing that's important to recognize is that not everything that I listen to and learn from is going to directly translate into my creative expression. For example, if I'm listening to like a just fully mainstream trap record where the vocals are just drenched in auto-tune, um that's never going to be like my mode of creating but i still often really enjoy that style you know depending on the artist uh, and the record and there's still a lot that i can learn from it um you know that i can apply abstractly there's a lot that i can learn about vibe and energy and you know rhythmic patterns and song form and structure and uh all those things so you know and, and production and, and sonic quality and vocal production and how they're doing the layers and ad libs and all types of things and then i just apply it to my expression and do it my way so um it's not about um like a one-to-one -one ratio of like well i listened to this song and i took this and then i did that and and that's how i learned uh it's more just i'm constantly absorbing you know music and art uh, of all kinds and uh and and trying to uh you know think about it critically what do i like about it what do i not like about it and what in it might be useful to me as a creative you know what what from this can i apply in my own way um and when you apply it in your own way you're removing yourself from it by one or two steps right so you're not applying it directly and verbatim so you're not just copying it but you're saying like oh like for example if i listen to like something that was like on the mainstream tap trap tip like the amigos uh the amigos the amigos the amigos um then uh maybe i i recognize that they're using ad libs in this really creative way to fill in spaces and also to almost like engage and have this commentary with their own verse so it's like well that's dope you know i like how they're doing that that's a cool idea i'm not gonna just record a record a trap record <laughs> then i'm just going skirt skirt or Brrrat, you know or whatever they do but maybe i'll do my own version of ad libs you know one step removed um just taking that concept of ad libs being a cool addition to a song and then incorporating it in my own way wow that was a long answer shout to a to the mac there you have it. The records are my teacher, man. Uh, any more collabs in the future? What does it say? Chris Stone, 85. Any more dope collabs in the near future? Loved how you would come in and just start spitting for people when Marcus was playing. Yeah, shout out to Marcus Veltri. That was a dope collab. Nothing on the books right now, but um, yeah, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. HRH star how often do you go on amigo to record amigo bars every couple weeks every couple weeks try to stack the vault xf thank you so much for that gifted sub lundex dx thank you for the bits as well 
Montel Montelge704. Thank you for two months. Sub anniversary. Let's get it. Love it. Viva Sativa. How did you develop your breath control? Uh, I developed it just very organically. And uh, that was cool because I like things that are organic and develop on their own over time out of necessity. However, it did cause me to take some major missteps in terms of my breath control. I didn't really know anything about proper breathing techniques. So I wasn't breathing from the abdomen. I was breathing from way up here. In my early videos, you can see the veins bulging out of my neck and often you can still see that I'm straining a lot up here. So without having a foundation for proper breath control and breathing technique, that many vocalists learn early in their journey. Because I was completely self-taught, I would lose my voice all the time. And as you might hear now, my voice is a little bit strained. I don't know if it's coming through or if it sounds normal. But the reason I'm not rapping today and just answering questions, aside from the fact that I like doing these Q&As and hanging out with y'all and just chatting, is so that I can rest my voice. We did the nine hour stream, which is really a marathon. You really gotta take care of your voice, especially when you're doing crazy <laughs> stunts like that. But yeah, I really just developed my breath control organically over time. Great question. On the note of multisyllabic, what's the most syllables in a word you've rhymed? That's a great question. I don't actually know the answer to that off top. But a couple times I've attempted to rhyme the entire couplet multisyllabically, which is something that we hear people like MF Doom do a lot. <clears throat> Rest in peace. So Doom would take the two lines from the couplet and across the two lines, you could draw lines down in parallel and it would be fully rhymed multisyllabically. Like when he said, doing songs lit in the booth with the best hoes, doing bong hits on the roof in the West Coast. Um, that whole couplet, essentially, aside from like filler words that aren't emphasized, like in, uh, the, right? The, like the small, little, tiny sounds in between might not line up, but all of the stressed syllables rhyme perfectly across the whole couplet. It's a fully multi-syllabically <laughs> rhymed couplet. Shout out to Exav just dropping gifted subs left and right. Thank you so much, bro. Incredible Dutchie, you might have answered this question already. Why are you not partnered on Twitch? Is it because of the hours you put in weekly? Yeah, that, that might be it. I'm not sure. I've applied for partnership a few times, but I've never gotten it. Um, it could be because I don't put enough time in on the platform. I'm not really sure. Um, it's all subjective. You know, at the end of the day, they uh, get to make the final decision. There are, there are guidelines and suggestions in terms of what you should be doing to make yourself an appealing candidate. But at the end of the day, it's just up to the staff at Twitch to decide if you should be partnered or not. And, you know, I don't, I don't really get to know what the factors are in, in, uh, rejecting my application wow shout to let's go monte lj i hope i'm saying that the way that you intended it to be said um 10 tier one subs to the community y'all are insane this community is is insane best community on the internet i'm telling y'all man for real but yeah I'll, I'll apply for partner again definitely one day we'll get it maybe <laughs> I don't know. Make an ad lib only song. That's funny. The thing is, ad libs interact with the lead vocal. So 
It's almost impossible to make an ad-lib only song. I mean, you could make a song where the verse was just random sound effects that sound like ad-libs, but that would actually just be the lead vocal. And then there wouldn't really be any ad-libs. You know what I'm saying? Ad-libs require a lead vocal, to my understanding. Over 940K on YouTube already. I know, Thomas, can you believe it? It's absolutely insane. Shout out to y'all, because I know a lot of you who are watching me here on Twitch are probably subscribed to my YouTube channel. If you're not, please go ahead and subscribe. We're very, very close to a million subscribers. I have the 100,000 sub plaque right back here. I would love to add the million dollar plaque. Million dollar? Oh my God. No, please don't spend a million dollars on a plaque. That's just absurd. Uh, but the million subscriber plaque, <laughs> I would love to add. Any clues or hints about the work you put in earlier today, if you can speak on it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I can say specifically, like, who was booking me, but I do a lot of uh, virtual performances. Private virtual performances, essentially, for companies um, or just, you know, for people's birthday parties, or weddings, baby showers, things of that nature. So um, I had a few different uh, virtual performances that I did uh, earlier today on Zoom. All right, let's shuffle the deck. Sorry for everyone I skipped. Retype your question. Don't hold back. Hey, shout to Nico Blitz in the building. What up, Nico? What's popping, bro? Big love, man. You're killing it on here, bro. Hey, congrats on partner, too. Epic. Epic. Hell yeah, man. Do you sometimes have wow moments? Oh, 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 I'm bad at pausing the chat. Is there another way I can do it with alt or something or shift? I thought I set that up. All right, whatever. Um, do you sometimes have wow moments yourself when you listen to your own bars after recording while cutting your videos? Um, yeah, sometimes. Some, definitely. Because I record them and then I don't watch them back for a while. And then I see them like as the edits being made and I'm, I'll forget like what happened. So it's almost like I'm watching it and listening to it for the first time objectively, which is really nice because it's hard to set yourself up to be in a position to listen to your own shit subjectively um, or, am I, or objectively, right? Yeah, to listen to it objectively. Um, anyway, to listen to it like a listener hears it, right? Not like the one who created it. So often we're just so close to our own creations that we don't know how they're gonna read with other people and uh so yeah you know I, I record the amigo clips and then they they go into you know the vault basically and then my team uh creates the video uh and then i get to see it as the edits coming together and it's it's uh it's cool and sometimes i'll be like damn that was dope i didn't remember that that happened uh, or i didn't remember that it happened that way also right after i record when i'm tired for some reason and i've always had this my gut reaction is like oh that was weak nah that wasn't that dope you know uh, anytime I have a big opportunity right afterwards, I have this bad habit of feeling like it wasn't dope. After I was on, on Ellen, after I was with Kendrick, uh, and even after I film Amigo Bars or Gorilla Bars, I always, at the end of it, I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if we got anything. So uh, it's something I'm working on because it's not, a, it's not a productive habit. And now at least I'm able to recognize it as this thing that happens. 
So it doesn't take over my whole universe. I'm able to see it sort of from a bird's eye view and say, oh, this is that thing that you do where you act like none of it was good, even though later on you're probably going to recognize that it was good, you know, and there was some quality in there. Not that it was perfect, but it wasn't as bad as you felt like it was right then in this moment. So working on it. But yeah, great question. Anonymous, yo, any plans to release the Amigo Bar clips that didn't make it to the final video? We do that on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Harry Mac. Um, yeah, pretty much weekly now we're dropping uh, various clips from the vault that don't end up making it into the video. Usually they don't make it in either because my bars were just slightly subpar or uh, because the reaction was not that exciting, which is, by the way, no diss to the person um who's reacting um and i want to make that clear too uh because some people have commented on patreon like yo this person what the what the hell they didn't react you know um thing is we don't know what anybody else is going through right these are complete strangers and uh we also don't know how people react to things not everybody does a flashy reaction when they like something like i don't even really do that like if, if i like something in just like you know if i'm just chilling by myself listening to something dope i might just be like damn that's dope right <laughs> i'm not necessarily gonna be like oh what the fuck right so i'm not even the best reactor so to speak um in in that sense so you know it's important to recognize that like uh people don't owe me some kind of epic reaction people don't have any context for who i am people might not like hip-hop people are entitled to their own taste in music art and all things and tastes change over time it's all subjective there's no rules there's no law nothing is definitive or etched in stone so if i do a rap for somebody and they don't react it's never on so i'm like oh what the hell why didn't you react more right and to the community y'all got to keep that in mind too because y'all i got some crazy fans man and i love it i love each and every one of you so much but i know sometimes you guys are hating on people because they don't react enough be cool man you know if, if people react big to me they're doing me a favor not the other way around right um so anyway but yes <laughs> all that to say amigo bars clips are uh, that that are that from the cutting room floor are making their way out on uh, on the patreon patreon.com slash harry mac shout out to beat cleaver thank you for three months to tier one said you inspire me daily to push myself that's awesome man big love to you gimp knee guy what's going on 12 months full year that's huge love man thank you i wear my hm official hat to work every day to spread the word you are an angel. Thank you. Uh. Nag Champa, wish you nothing but success. Thank you so much. Atmosphere QC, what is your uh what is your opinion on lo-fi? I like lo-fi in general. I play a lot of lo-fi in the background while I'm doing these just chatting Q&A Twitch streams. It's really nice uh, in terms of like building a, a musical bed, you know? Um, currently I have like this <laughs> like hard sounding trap beat in the background. That works too. But uh, yeah, I, I dig lo-fi, man. It's cool. I've done a few streams on YouTube over, over lo-fi beats that were a lot of fun.
1. Third time he hovered over my question. I'm getting close. What was your question? Oh. Who had the biggest impact on your life? Book tips. Mine would be who am I? Who am I? And if so, how many by Richard David? Uh, who had the biggest impact on my life? Damn, that's really hard to answer. I don't know. My parents? I guess my parents, some of my early teachers in music, Israel Ano, Alan Jones. Um, damn. Musically, Nas, Supernatural, Jay Dilla, Black Alicious, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Great question. Uh, books. Uh, I'm, I'm listening to the audiobook of Sapiens right now, and it's fantastic. Mind-blowing book. I've been meaning to read it for a long time, and then I realized I could listen to the audiobook, and I've been doing that. I like both. I like listening to audiobooks, but I also really do like reading. Um, so I'm doing both. I'm currently listening to Sapiens, and then I'm reading, um, uh, Dr. Sleep? Is that what it's called? I, I always forget the title. I think it's Dr. Sleep, the sequel to uh, The Shining by Stephen King. It's really good. What up, whale? Big fan. Much love. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Shout out to Scrawny Johnny 82 Thank you for five months at Tier 1. Cha-Cha Rise, eight months with Prime. Let's go. Much love. You still like my flower. Nice. On here? Yeah, bro. Lund XDK, could you put the sound files from your YouTube vids out on Spotify? I work offshore and would love to be able to download them so I can hear your amazing bars in the months while I'm at sea. Wow, that's awesome. Um, we do have them coming out on soundcloud i don't know though if you can download soundcloud recordings to be played offline or save them the same way that you can on spotify um so if anybody knows please holler in the chat i don't know if you can do that with soundcloud but we do have the audio version of like just the 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 music from the videos coming out so amigo bars gorilla bars eventually live streams as well where uh, you can just press play right from the beginning of the beat and it ends right after the freestyle is done. So it doesn't have all the conversational elements and, and interludes in between. Uh, it's just the music so that you can bump it and, and uh, listen to it that way. In terms of putting that stuff out on Spotify and Apple Music, I think some of it should eventually make its way out there in the form of like a greatest hits type of vibe, greatest freestyles from the video series type of thing. Um, because there are some that, that I, I think are really, really close to sounding like songs. My thing is, I, I just, I also want to get more official music releases out on Spotify and Apple Music and not have my uh, Spotify and Apple Music completely dominated by 
like freestyles from my YouTube videos. You know, I think some of them should make it out. Like uh, we do like a greatest hits part one or something. And then a year later, greatest hits part two and things like that. But um, I don't want to like put them all out because then my whole like Spotify and Apple music catalog will basically just be repurposed freestyles from my from my YouTube. But SoundCloud, we're, we're, everything's going to make its way to SoundCloud. Um, not sure if you can download from SoundCloud. Someone advise. Max World Podcast. That's right. Thank you. Iconic. Um, shout out to Iconic in the place to be. Yeah, Max World Podcast. Peep that. Audio, you can download and save that. All of it. And there's a ton of stuff out there, man. Every day, Max World Podcast comes out with new uh, audio for y'all to peep. It's the audio hub. So everything I do everywhere is making its way uh, into the podcast. That's a great suggestion. So you can, you can definitely bump that uh, while you're... Uh, overseas oh you can you can download soundcloud audio so there you go let's go hell yeah uh could you give us some tips to write our first bars um you know, your first bars are going to be your first bars. So I would say don't overthink it. Don't put too much pressure on it. It doesn't have to be good. Um, set, a, set a goal, eight bars maybe, or 16 bars is like a standard rap verse. But if that feels like too many, maybe you just do a, a little quick eight. Uh, set a goal, make, make it eight bars, and maybe put a little bullet point every other line on your paper, eight of them, and write your bars after each bullet point. And uh, just get to the goal, no matter what. And don't worry if it's good or not. And then do that same thing the next day, and the next day, and the next day. After a week, up it to 12 bars. Do that for a week, up it to 16 bars. And uh, at no point during those three weeks should you care if it's good. Uh, or if it's bad. It's not good or bad. It's just your daily bars. If you do that for a while, and I recommend you do it first thing in the morning... You'll have written a lot of bars, and then you'll know what you need to work on. But uh, in terms of your first bars, you just got to write them. Because who knows? Maybe you have a knack for rhyming. Maybe you don't. Right? Maybe you have a knack for wordplay. Maybe you don't. But you're not going to know until you write your first bars. And then, and then you'll know what comes easily and what's a little more difficult and what you need to work on. And, uh, and then you'll have more specific questions that you can bring to somebody like me or somebody else. Um, who has more experience to ask. But in terms of your first bars, man, just write them. Make a goal and fill it in. Shout out to Marcos3481 for a thousand bits. Let's go. Redneck the Kid. <laughs> Maxstar. I like that nickname. All right. I have asked this like 15 times because I'm struggling with this. How do you work through Freestyler Block? Um, yeah, great question. So I'm assuming you mean like when you are always repeating yourself in your freestyles, saying the same things, accidentally falling into the same rhyme pools, right? Like, you know, if you're always saying, like me, I'm always saying off the tip of this, ridiculous, inconspicuous, witness this. I'll always just 
accidentally fall into that kind of like, you know, rhyme web and, and pull those same options in and then it starts to sound repetitive, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, when you find yourself in that situation, you need to create exercises that will force you out of your normal vocabulary. So one thing you can do is use randomwordgenerator.com. Use that to shift through words and make those your targets and rhyme with those words. And it'll probably present some words that you've never thought about rhyming with before. So it will force you to uh, step outside of your regular vocabulary. Another thing you can do and should do is record yourself freestyling. Record yourself freestyling so you can listen back and don't worry about doing anything other than what you normally do. You, you, your goal is to record what you normally do with all the bad habits and repetitive things and, and as you're describing as, um, as freestyler block, right? All the same old lines, you said it a million times, full throttle water bottle, you know, bubbling like champagne while I run the campaign, all that shit, right? Record it with all of that, listen back to it, and every time you hear one of those things that you say a million times, write it down. You know, you can write it down in a journal or you could type it, you know, on your computer and save it in a Word document. But take note of it. I always say this. I always say this. Right. So you have them right in front of you. And then, um, you know, pick one, not all, because you can't solve all of your problems at once. <laughs> right. Which applies to freestyling and life. You can't solve all of your problems at once. You're just going to get overwhelmed. Pick one and do a whole practice session with that one in front of you on the screen or in the journal written big right if it's full throttle water bottle which i'm never going to retire so fuck that but if i did want to retire it write it real big or on a whiteboard or something and just put it up on an easel or something have it really big somewhere in front of you and do your whole practice routine with the rule that you can't say that thing go a whole practice routine without saying it uh, force yourself to not say that thing that you always say and uh, if you do that for like a week then uh, you can start to uh, let go of some of those habits. They'll start to dissipate because if they don't, they're like plants. If you don't give them any love, if you don't, you know, give them any sunshine or rain, uh, they're going to wither and die. <laughs> and so your freestyle habits are like that too. Anything you say too often, don't give it any love. Don't give it any, any shine. And that means that you're going to make more mistakes while you practice. So again, if you want to sound great, you have to be willing to sound like trash, right? You have to be willing to sound terrible if you ever want to have a fighting chance of sounding great. So don't be afraid of sounding bad. You're going to think of saying full throttle water bottle. And when you do, you're going to have to nip it in the bud, which means you're either going to have to turn on a dime towards some other crazy rhythmic flow thing or or you're just gonna have to straight up say yo y'all know that i'm going full uh when i'm doing bad with the, uh, whatever and pick up from there right so you're gonna make more mistakes because you know you're you're basically like drawing a hard line you're like you're just putting a wall down and saying nope not going there no matter what i'd rather make a mistake than go there and once you make that decision that's the critical decision. When you say to yourself, oh, you know what? I'd rather sound worse and make more mistakes than lean on this crutch that I've been leaning on for so long. That is the key to getting past these repetitive things. So there you go. Shout out to Redneck the Kid. Oh, yo, shout out to Ash. Yo, Mac, what were the pants you wore to the 100 Thief compound I'm trying to cop? Hey, thanks, man. Uh, they're Dickies. I can't remember the number. 387, I think. Yeah, they're green Dickies. Forest green Dickies. Um, 
Ash Easdale, how come we rarely see you make a mistake, man? Like I've watched hundreds of hours of these streams and I've seen about three. <laughs> Even then, you incorporate the mistake into the freestyle. Uh, yeah, well, you said part of it right there. I make a lot of mistakes. Um, I'm just really good at covering my mistakes up or incorporating them into the freestyle in a clever way. I'm also really good at letting go of my mistakes while I'm freestyling and recommitting to the present moment. The thing is, one mistake can send you spiraling into a whole bunch of more mistakes because now you're all flustered about the one mistake that you made. So it's better if you make one mistake to let go of it as fast as possible. It's gone. It went out into the cosmos. It's going to dissipate into the atmosphere. It's going to blend in with the clouds. You never have to hear from that mistake again. So just let go of the mistake because when you're thinking about the mistake and dwelling on it, God, why did I make that mistake? You know what you're not doing? You're not focused on what you're doing right then in the moment. And so, of course, you're going to make another mistake and another mistake. And then you're like, God, I suck. All I do is make mistakes. And that thought alone is what's causing you to make more mistakes. It's a really fucked up cycle. So you have to get good at letting go of your mistakes. Um, and the other thing, though, or why you rarely see me make mistakes when I'm performing on stream or on Omegle or out there doing gorilla bars or eventually on stage is because I have built out a considerable amount of headroom, which is something I've talked about in the past. Headroom meaning, you know, if you're in a car that can go 300 miles per hour, it's very easy to drive 80 miles per hour on the highway. However, if you're in a car that can only go 100 miles per hour, going 80 on the highway is very difficult for that car. You're almost at your limit. Um, so your engine has to work very, very hard to maintain that 80, whereas a car with a massive amount of headroom really has no problem going 80, right? So I practice consistently and I practice challenging things that I'm not yet able to do, right? I practice at the edge of my current ability um, so that I can develop a large amount of headroom, uh, which means for me to do a basic performance, incorporating words from a chat, for example, uh, is, is me driving at 80 miles per hour, right? And so I'll, I try to push it because I want my performances to be epic, right? I want to do the best that I can when I perform. So I'll push it up to 100, 120, 150. Maybe sometimes I'm, I'm going 200. I'm really going crazy and multi-syllabic and everything's lining up and it all makes sense and there's not much filler and it's great. As soon as I start to lose control of it and almost start to make a mistake and have to cover up, all I have to do is let off the gas and drop down to 100 or down to 80, right? And... 80 is still a professional level. It's still like a passable level of freestyling and incorporating words. It still sounds good, right? So that's why you don't hear me make that many mistakes is as soon as things start to go a little off course or I start to feel that it's getting a little too far ahead of what I'm gonna be able to do, right? And I'm like, you know, cause you can sense it while it's happening before like you actually make a fatal mistake or like say, you know, or have to go, ah, fuck, you know, which is fine too. But before that happens, you just feel it getting away from you a little bit. And then you just simplify. As soon as you feel things getting a little weird, you simplify, period. That's it. So that's why you don't hear me make that many mistakes is as I feel myself starting to make a mistake, I simplify what I'm doing. I bring it back to the basics, right? I let go of all the complex stuff and, and I just do what I know I have embedded, you know? Um, yeah. So there you go. And I make a ton of mistakes. If you only see me make three, uh, that's just a testament to how good I am at covering, covering up my mistakes, which is an important skill for, for improvising. Shout out to O Nut subscribing with Prime. Shout out to Fetus to Genius. 
<laughs> that's dope um thank you for one month at tier one let's get it Shout out to Bresco Musco. Seven months with Prime. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some epic usernames in the house, no doubt. Does your brain ever stop rhyming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely... Uh, can turn it off and in the morning before i start freestyling i'm not really rhyming in my brain or anything like that <clears throat> but after i do a lot of freestyling then the rhyme part of my brain is kind of activated but you know what i'm getting better at turning it off and letting go of it which is dope i've been doing more mindfulness meditation and making that more of a habit and so i'm getting better at letting go of needing to solve these problems in my brain you know um whether it's like things that i'm thinking about obsessively or rhyming, which is often something that I'm thinking about obsessively. So it's good to be able to let go of that. This is the kindest thing ever. You are the best teacher in the universe. That's why you're the king. I don't know about that, but I really appreciate the love. Thank you, Earl Grey. That's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Has there been a time when you rapped and felt like you didn't do your best but got an amazing reaction? Yeah, that happens all the time. That happens all the time. Because again, it's subjective and everybody has different things that they appreciate about a performance, about music in general, and about rap. And everybody also has a different level of expertise in terms of rapping and freestyling in particular. So people's reactions aren't necessarily a great indicator of how good of a performance it was right sometimes they are but you got to think if i'm doing a freestyle and i get a reaction from a completely random person who doesn't listen to hip-hop that's cool but compare that with getting a reaction from somebody like eminem or nas or jay-z right if it's somebody who's an expert in the field, they have a deep knowledge of what it means to do a quality rap or a quality freestyle. If it's just a totally random person, maybe they don't listen to hip hop and so it might not be that difficult to impress that person. So that's, that's one factor. And even within you know, the hip hop community, there are so many different elements that make a rap good or that make a rapper good. And so, Again, that's subjective. People have different elements that they're drawn to naturally. Some people are more drawn to flow and rhythm. Other people are more drawn to bars and wordplay. Other people are more drawn to just vocal, vocal quality, the sound of the voice, um, you know, or the vibe of it. Some people are more drawn to the content. Like, what is the story about? Like, what's interesting about the artist? Some people are more drawn to the look of the artist, you know? <laughs> Do they look cool? Do I like the clothes they wear? So there's so many different things that can attract you to uh, a performance or an artist delivery 
you know, whatever. So uh, how fast it is. Some people just like it when it's fast. They're just, they react like, <laughs> if you go double time, they're going to be like, yeah, that was crazy every time, no matter what you said, flippity, dippity, whippity, lippity, you know, whatever. Uh, they're going to bug out. So, you know, all of that plays into, uh, into somebody's reaction. So yeah, there's definitely been times where I was like, oh, that was kind of weak, but the person like totally freaked out and loved it. And uh, so, you know, it, it, it happens all the time. There's also been times where I felt like, damn, I crushed that. That was epic. And they really didn't react at all. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, it's all subjective. Great question, though. Yeah, flippity, whippity, dippity. Anytime I've had a rough day, I turn on Amigo bars. That's sick. I love to hear that. Fifty-five gallon drum. Do you do any other form of musical art, or just one hundred percent rap freestyle? Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm a drummer, and I produce and make beats. So yeah. A to the Mac. I don't remember this. I don't know. I saw this question earlier, but I don't remember uh, having a beat that gradually increased in tempo that I took off for being too hype, but I'm, I'm sure I did. I just don't remember. Most influential album to me, Illmatic. Not sure if you've already answered this one as I just stopped by, but what do you think was your best freestyle performance? I think that Caught in a Spiderweb, which was clipped earlier this week, may be one of my best freestyle performances ever. And I didn't even remember doing it. But I think that one might be one of the best. Truly. Shout out to Montel J. Uh, listening since the 80s. That's why you're a fan. That's what's up, man. Hell yeah. Golden era. Let's go. What motivates you to keep working so hard when you're already so far ahead of everyone else? Uh, the belief that I am not so far ahead of everybody else and that I still have a lot to learn and a long way to go. Yeah. And the fact that I'm not in competition with anybody else. I'm only in competition with myself from the day prior. I'm just trying to do better today than I did yesterday. So I got my blinders on a lot of the time. I'm not really paying too much attention to uh, what everybody else is doing. Um, in a comparative sense, I listen to a lot of music and I'm a fan, so I, I consume a lot of hip hop, but I try not to listen to it like, oh, who's better, me or them, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just focused on getting better uh, personally. And that's what I've always liked about music. I was never really into sports as a kid because um, I wasn't very good at them, if I'm being honest. But also, I just felt too much pressure when I was competing with other people or when it was possible that I might let the whole team down. You know, don't pass me the ball for the buzzer beater shot. I don't want that pressure. You know, I don't want to let y'all down, man. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it off. But I always enjoyed music because I was only in competition with myself. So as long as I was practicing and working hard and focused on improving, then I was winning the game. So that's what motivates me, man. I'm trying to do better every day that I'm alive. I'm trying to grow every single day. Yeah. Your audio is out of sync with your video. Really? Damn. 
Are you listening with Bluetooth headphones or out of a Bluetooth speaker? And how, how out of sync is it? Drastic or minor? Because it is definitely slightly out of sync every time I do anything through OBS because I just haven't ever taken the time to figure out exactly what the delay is that I need to add to the audio so that it matches my video. Sneaky Sloth. Dude, you were epic rapping blindfolded in that video at the Cash App Compound. How was your experiencing, experience meeting all those streamers? Yeah, it was dope, man. It was cool. I was having an allergy attack the whole day, so that was tough. <laughs> but it was dope to be able to network with everybody and, and chat with people. And the freestyles went off. So, yeah, it was super fun. Shout out to, uh, to 100 Thieves and Cash App and everybody, man. That was fire. Moving flow, some performances of you going off top on the drums and freestyling. I imagine so many people would love to hear, see that. Yeah, I, I got to practice drums and I also got to get like a setup where it's feasible. I just have such little room in here. There's not very much space. And so setting all that up and the mics to where I can capture it well and freestyle at the same time is a bit challenging. Shout out to Traveling Jack. Thank you so much, yo. Shout out to Jaders96 coming through with your people. Thank you for being here. When in a freestyle, how far ahead of the current bar are you thinking on average? I'm like one bar ahead or something like that. Um, I'm just slightly ahead, half a step ahead. Um, never further than that. It's very linear. The process is very linear. It's not like... I zoom out and see the whole verse. First I'll go here, then I'll go here, then I'll go here. It doesn't work that way. Um, it's like, I'm right where I'm at, and as I'm finishing up my line, I'm looking to what the next line is gonna target. You know, Harry Mack, I'll be all up in the house. All these MCs be puny. Right as I'm about to say puny like a mouse, like right there, I felt it, right? H Mack, yo, I'm all up in the house. All these other rappers that be, I'm looking to the mic now, puny like a mouse. And I'm finishing that, just it's coming out of my mouth because I already committed it. And while I'm finished saying puny like a mouse, I'm thinking, what rhymes with mic? Okay, strike. Flying over heads and I'm ready to strike. Plugging in my vocals, getting... Now, right before I say live on the mic, I'm looking over here to my phone. So it's just, that's what it is. Is It's like, right as I'm sort of wrapping up my couplet, there's this like instinct that's like, go look for the next thing. Grab it and, and set that up. And so it's just one at a time, it's like connect the dots. And I don't know where the line is gonna lead to or end. It, it's just, it's as long as I'm always looking ahead to the next dot, then I'm good. And that's what, that's the power of the setup punchline technique that I'm always talking about, is you can linearly collect, connect lines forever. Um, and that's why like the nine hour stream or whatever, I'm never really worried about my mind's ability to continue freestyling because I know that the techniques that I have are gonna allow me to sort of infinitely string lyrics together in this linear fashion. So it's less about like, I'm not worried that, that I'm not gonna be able to do the mental part. It's all just the physical challenge of it. You know, is my voice gonna give out? That's all I'm worried about when I'm doing the long stream. And sure, like my brain gets tired and it does get harder. And you can hear like later on, like I'll slur my words more 
you know, I just start like, it's just like not working as well. Or like I'm mixing things up or it's harder for me to figure out what the tense is. I'll say things that don't make sense grammatically. Like I'm mixing my tenses, you know, it's the sentence starts in the present tense and ends in the past tense and things like that. So yeah, definitely the, the brain does get tired. It's not like I have like, I'm not trying to say like my brain will never grow tired or anything like that, but I'm just trying to express the ultimate power of mastering the setup punchline technique of linearly connecting rhymes based on a target is you just once you build that in and you know the timing of when you're looking for the next target and you know how to lock things in um, you just you can do that forever rusty just listen to the spiderweb freestyle holy shit that was absolutely insane thank you man yeah i was, I was proud of that one Definitely. Quinn Dog, I can tell you enjoy this time to connect with us. I enjoy this so much to chill positive vibes. Hell yeah, that's dope. I do enjoy this, man. I, I, I very much enjoy this. Love being able to connect with y'all. Beardo Games coming through with a party at 21. What's going on, Beardo? Would live streams and YouTube have been on the agenda for you as an artist if COVID didn't happen? Like, did you have any plans for this style of engagement or is this exclusively a pivot from rapping in real time for people because of COVID? Now, YouTube has been a part of my uh, journey from the very beginning. Basically, my journey as, as Harry Max started on YouTube um, in, all, in all reality. In terms of being known, uh, you know, I, I've been rapping since I was 12 and I made albums and stuff all through middle school and high school. And we did a lot of shows and performances and things like that. And, <clears throat> you know, I rocked a lot of parties and stuff with my band in college where I was rapping as the as the front person. But uh, in terms of people knowing about Harry Mack and me being like an artist and establishing myself, it all started on YouTube. So YouTube has always been sort of like central. Um, and then the streaming thing, too, very early on, 2017. Um, I started doing like Facebook lives and things like that and, and doing Instagram lives. And so the live streaming has always been a part of it. Um, it definitely, we definitely doubled down with COVID, you know, uh, because it was really the only option. So in terms of having like a very regimented schedule for the streams and splitting the streams across, you know, all the various platforms that I'm on and really getting serious about consistency on posting YouTube content, you know, in terms of like getting the Gorilla Bars episodes cut and out every two weeks and then with the Amigo Bars coming out on a weekly basis, you know, that that type of consistency came with the uh, with the COVID pivot. But um, but yeah, no, nah, I've always been um, I've always wanted to engage this way in the virtual space. And I think I'm really lucky to be, uh, <clears throat> you know, a freestyler in this era because these tools are available to me. And the challenge for freestylers historically was finding a way to monetize and you know build community and and and, and uh, become known uh, at scale, you know without going the traditional path of having a, a hot record or a hot single uh, that went to radio, you know. So so that was always kind of the barrier um, in many cases. And there are plenty of examples of freestylers who overcame those obstacles and became very well known uh, and achieved legendary status pre-internet, which really. Um, deserves a, a huge amount of respect and appreciation. Because for me to be able to do this now in the internet era is one thing. 
Um, but to be able to become internationally known, <laughs> shout out to Super Nat, and that's really, you know, who I'm thinking about here, right? Uh, and a few others, you know, Juice um, and, you know, Freestyle Fellowship, who, of course, they also made records and things like that. Uh, all of these people did. But, um, but yeah, to become internationally known pre-internet as a freestyler without having a hot record or a chart-topping single, <clears throat> you know, is, is something to uh, just you know, be inspired by. It's, it's, it's fantastic. You know, that requires you to just be such a beast and so present on the scene that everybody in every cipher eventually has heard about you, which is, which is really awesome. Just slightly out of sync. Yeah, no, I'm sure it probably is. All right. It's almost time y'all. I think it is time. Yep. I got to bounce, yo. Much love to everybody in here, man. Thank y'all so much for swinging through the Q&A session. A to the Mac. Rachel in Minneapolis. XZAF just constantly dropping gifted subs throughout the whole damn stream. Shout out to Trouble Sparks who went bananas and dropped 50 subs all at once right at the beginning of the session. And then threw like 10,000 bits or something like that later. Um insane man and, and and so many other people who uh who who came through and and uh, supported along the way traveling jack with the gifted subs uh yeah insane thank y'all so much for the love man i really really appreciate it um let's go let's go epic session epic session love doing the q a's and building with y'all and thank you for allowing me to rest my voice off the freestyling i've been going crazy recently so gotta rest the old vocal cords and work on those breathing exercises all right, let's see who we're going to raid. Uh, let's see, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to see who's online. Dope. Let's see what's going on with DJ Agile. Currently, it's a commercial. <clears throat> All requests today. All right, dope, dope, dope. Let's just see what it looks like and sounds like. But that's probably the place to go. Dope. Sounds cool. All right, we're going to go hang with DJ Agile. Y'all know what it is. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you all again so much for hanging out with me, man. I love doing these Q&As. I love being able to build with y'all. Huge love to the whole community. Thank y'all for the support. And uh, we're going to go vibe to some jams with DJ Agile. All right. See y'all soon. See y'all tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Amigo Friday, baby. Let's go. Peace.